WSBA News Time is 740. Well, usually when you talk about the mafia or you talk about organized crime, it, you don't talk about it related to things that you would do in your daily life. <laughs> I would hope. But this morning, Ryan Fox, who is the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, which is a fee-only-based financial advisory firm, has our financial pulse and estate planning lessons from Tony Soprano. Really? Yeah. All right. I got a deal for you. This is intriguing. Right. I don't know if there's, you know, horses' heads involved or anything like that, we'll but good morning, out. Ryan. How are you? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm great. How are you both? You've got us intrigued. You you really do. <laughs> right? These estate planning lessons from Tony Soprano. Of course, James Gandolfini died, what, about two weeks ago yeah. now, and uh, he played that part. But tell us a little bit more about it. You've got us going. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, James Gandolfini, he died... Uh, when he was uh, over visiting with his family in Italy uh, a few weeks ago now. And some of the details are starting to emerge about his situation. And it's a classic example of why financial planning needs to be done in life and not attempted to be done after death, no matter what your net worth is. But but his is an example. You know, he's 51 years old. They're now saying that his estate probably worth somewhere around $70 million. So a huge amount of that is far beyond being exempt from federal estate tax. And now that his will has been probated, which is a public process, um, it looks like some of the estimates are upwards of 40% or about $30 million of his estate could go to federal and New York uh, estate taxes. Wow. What do you it's an absurd amount. What he did was he left 30% of his estate to his two sisters, uh, 20% to his daughter Liliana, uh, who I think is about a year old. And then his wife will get about 20%. And then his 13-year-old son by his first marriage uh, gets uh, some things, including real estate, uh, some other personal property, things like that. So the wife's share is just fine. Her 20% uh, defers tax liabilities in most cases, but the majority of the rest of that is now going to get hit with the state tax. And if some of those assets need sold to pay those taxes, you're going to get another tax whammy too. So the lessons from that are pretty clear. Have an updated estate plan. Now, there were a number of things that I know uh, were suggestions. I think there were six suggestions uh, regarding, uh, you know, based on Gandolfini's situation. And one of them was keep it private. You know, when you're doing this kind of thing, keep it private. Don't don't put it out there for the public or even maybe the family public. Yeah, uh, they could have, as do many, many higher net worth people, they use a number of different trust uh, strategies. And those trusts help keep all the assets private within their family so that they don't become public knowledge. Uh, this day and age, we can do those sorts of things in a number of different ways. And the key with that is that when your estate is being crafted, you have to have everything titled properly, else the whole thing doesn't matter. So when, however your will is, is done, you need to make sure that all other accounts, real fictitious, you know, real uh, investment assets, things like that, are all titled properly. And I guess another uh, tip here is use a revocable trust. What's that? Yeah, that would be a way that you can title assets to, to help keep them out of probate. Um, and probate is the public process of how these assets get passed on to the beneficiaries. Uh, Pennsylvania probate's not nearly as bad as some other states. But again, many people prefer privacy, and it kind of ties back into who are the specialists that you're using. And one of the things that you need to find is someone who can act as executor of your estate to handle these sort of things, especially if you have a higher net worth person like a Gandolfini, where you know, the example is in Michael Jackson's situation, he used a corporate executor. So he got his family out of the situation and said, I have business interests, I have children, I have all these different things. But one thing Michael Jackson didn't do, tying back into one of these higher net worth people, is 
He named his aging mother as guardian of his kids, and then Diana Ross was actually the backup, first time in her life she ever admitted to be a backup, but she was named backup <laughs> guardian for her kids. And they lived on different sides of the country. So you need to find a guardian for young children who's someone who's going to be able to keep consistency in their lives. You know, something else, too, you mentioned children. Consider the children's ages carefully, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you need to make sure that, you know, I'll give you an example. The, the will apparently is, is setting something up for Liliana, this, this uh, year-old little girl, uh, by his second wife, where at age 21 she'll receive, receive her full share of all proceeds. So there sounds like there is some kind of trust involved. But at age 21, think about the amount that could be dropped in her lap. I mean, it could be in excess of $50, $75 million. How many of us at age 21 really would have been responsible with $10,000, let alone 50 or $60 million? And all of that then becomes subject potentially to creditors against her. Uh, so she becomes a kind, of, kind of a target for finances. And don't forget also, another part of this, foreign property is different. And think taxes, but not first. Those were some other parts of the, uh, the horse head deal here that you want to make sure that you make with yourself. And, and get prepared. Ryan, uh, where can people hook up with you? And, of course, that great website's out there, too. Yeah, 334-1861 reaches us here in the Gettysburg office. We're fee-only, happy to uh, help people in any way possible. Uh, we load these clips and some other information onto our website, which is simply ryanfox.info. People are welcome to go there, contact information, and you know, do their due diligence on us before they decide to call. And uh, that way, everyone's a good, informed consumer. Ryan, always a pleasure. We'll look forward to next Tuesday morning with you.